Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. My name is Keith Welsh. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about um, my own limiting beliefs, maybe not specifically what they are, but how having them has affected me and affected relationships. Um, And I'm going to eat crow, um, an acai bowl of crow. But first, go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com if you would like to continue to support this. I appreciate it so much. You guys have been very kind to me. Um, And it helps. So, um, I'll just tell the story how it is. So, I was seeing somebody and um, I ended it very abruptly. And I ended it very abruptly... uh, I perceived something a certain way, and due to my own limiting beliefs and and whatnot, I will not do it. Well, let's leave that out. Forget that I said that. Okay. So I perceived something, and then I uh, ended it abruptly, and it was it was out of fear. Like I was scared. I was like, "Well, this is this is not going to be good. This is this person is going to hurt you." Um. So there's uh this great book that I can't remember the name of. Um, and I think the author's name is Jeffrey Young and it's on schema focused therapy. Long story short, uh, you take a thing called a life traps test. And I, my life trap is abandonment with a fear of loss. Um, and what it manifests as is that, and, and I'm a very solitary kind of person um, which is fine, but a lot of the times it's like, look, I don't want to connect because if I do, you can disconnect me and that pain is going to be so bad. I don't want to experience it. So I'd rather just not even go there, which is, you know, what happened. You know, I was seeing this person and there was the fear of the disconnection or at least the opportunity that I could get really hurt. And so I was like, no, I'm I'm not doing that. Well, uh, fast forward some time, uh, and she reached out and I reached out and I said, Hey, I'm sorry that I, um, did that so abruptly and so uh, harshly. I don't know exactly what I said, something in fact. Um, and I'm, I'm saying that because I know she listens to this and, um, I uh, need to watch what I say apparently now. <laughs> um, so uh, we start spending some time together and she says, um, hey, can I give you, I can't remember what I was talking about, but she goes, can I give you some feedback? 
and um, she works in uh, human resources. And I was like, well, <laughs> it sounded like a very human resource-y thing to say. And I was like, sure. Because honestly, I am always open to feedback. Um, I'm not interested in not getting better at being Keith. I want to get better at being Keith. And so feedback is important. Uh, I learned that as a designer in a lot of different aspects of my life that taking critique, constructive criticism is always helpful. So... I said, all right. And she goes, you have a lot of limiting beliefs. I'm like, yeah, I <laughs> absolutely do. And so we begin talking. And part of the reason that I perceived what I perceived, and to be fair, like it was cause for at least a discussion. But um, the, hold on a second, I'm going over some kind of crazy thing. Um, it, it's, it, I probably didn't need to respond the way that I did. I probably could have been a, a little more careful, um, or thoughtful. I don't know. But, uh, the reason I got scared was due to my own limiting beliefs about me and who I am and what I am and all that. And, um, anyway, we're sitting at her counter fairly recently at her house and I go, I got to ask you, you know, it's, you know, you, you like me and I like you and, but I got to know, like, what are you doing? Like, cause and now here's the thing. And I'm asking her that because, uh, she makes a lot of money. She's extremely attractive and you know, all of that. And me even asking the question says so much about my own limiting beliefs. And her response was, she goes, you're funny. You're fun to hang out with. And I think you're a really good guy. And what's fucked up is that I was like, oh, okay. Which was a nice thing to hear. But then there's a piece of me that was like, that's not enough. And now we're into my own shit. Why isn't that enough? And there's a lot of reasons. And, and I want to be very clear that if it sounds like I'm making excuses, I'm not giving excuses. I'm just telling these are the reasons, right? And it goes to consciousness. The way we think is based on our consciousness. How, what's included in that decision-making apparatus in the mind, like how the mind is speaking. And so anyway, uh, but that happened at her counter, which was very interesting. But then we're talking, and this was a couple days ago day before. Um, and she says, you know, I'd also like to talk about something else. She goes, you talk a lot of shit about people that do yoga on your podcast. And I remember an episode where you talked shit about people that drive Porsches. Fun fact, she drives a Porsche and she does hot yoga. And here we are. Um, I am taking life advice from a very beautiful woman that does hot yoga and drives a Porsche. And here we are. Um, this is how life just kind of happens. And I know her well enough to know that I need to take the advice because she's no dummy. She's very, very intelligent. And what's wild is that when I look at her, the things that I think 
or thought about her say more about me than they do her because again the reason I got scared in the first place and the reason I heard or that my mind was like you know that's not enough when she said these things it's all about me you know and it sounds like very trite and we've all heard it a million times that what we see in other people is more about what we see in ourselves or don't see you know, like the things you don't like about somebody or the things you don't like about yourself, which, okay, sometimes. But, like, it goes deeper than that. And that's our karma, you know. And me, here, okay, now this is a very subtle thing. When I pulled back from her so abruptly, due to my perception, which is more about how I see myself, me pulling back based on that perception reinforced everything in my subconscious that keeps that perception of myself, that, that, that shitty way of thinking, I, it keeps that alive. Because for the simple fact, I acted as if it was true. And then I've done that my whole life with different things and continue to experience the world that way. And there's my karma. That's it. Uh, That's, you know, there's layers to karma, but I keep experiencing this limiting belief system about myself because I keep acting as if it's true. And in some aspects of my life, I've defeated it. And I believe that I've done really well. But then there's other places in my life where I have not done very well and I've really let it rot. And um, that's a great example of it. You know, um, and so now, like even talking to her now, I use that little tool, um, hey, you know, when you said this, I heard this. And when say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I say that it's because what I'm hearing is um, more about me than it is what they're saying right Um, it's it's that kind of thing man Um, and, and it's it's I have to I have to watch it I have to watch it because that limiting belief could have kept me from entering into this relationship with this person you know and I think that a lot of the work we do karmically is with other people friends romance family things like that but I I just found it very interesting and now there's all these other places in my life that I want to look at like my perception of something okay what does it say about me and what's really fucked up is I say this shit to clients all day in fact on Saturdays I do it for three hours But sometimes you're so close to your own shit that you can't, you got no perspective, you know, and 
you know, sometimes it's that, that's a Zen saying, right? That a leaf falls at the right moment. You wake up at the wrong moment, a whole tree full of leaves falls in your head and you'd stay asleep. Um, so it truly is a case of the requisite stimuli created the process in my mind that would allow me to, to notice these things and to see those kinds of things, which is really great. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, we had a really good laugh about the fact that she does hot yoga, uh, and drives a Porsche. We had a really good laugh about it. She's like, you talk a lot of shit. I was like, yeah, sometimes I do that. <laughs> um, and I think that, and to correct it in case I've ever upset anybody about it, it's just that like, I have a lot of gripes, you know, a lot of gripes with like, you know, I think that, um, I think maybe it's just, it's down here. Like really I've only experienced it in South Florida, um, just cause that's where I live. And it's got a whole weird, like, like one time I, I have to be careful what I say. Um, I was designing something for a yoga school down here. And I put um, a picture of Pantanjali on it, or at least an artist's description of Pantanjali. And there weren't cameras. And um, she goes, can we take the snake guy off of it? That gives me the creeps. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right. You know, it's that kind of shit. It's like you're only getting like an eighth of the story. You know, how like, you know, they do the mindfulness studies with Mingo Rinpoche and Matthew Richard, and they obviously were doing shamatha. And the second everybody finds out that meditation changes the biology of the brain, they're like, we need an app. We're going to do guided meditations. And, and every meditation teacher worth their salt will tell you, no, don't listen to music when you do meditation. Don't just breathe. Just, it's not about having a transcendental experience. It's about training the mind. Um, yeah. So I'm really going to work on that. Um, I stand by my um, belief that uh, that there is a yoga flea market that occurs down here. <laughs> I can't use the name of it, but I see it and I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking yoga flea market. That's what it is. <sighs> What's really wild, yoga meaning to yoke, to come into union with God or truth or whatever. You know, the, the reality is, is that sometimes, um, sometimes Krishna shows up as a really hot woman that does hot yoga and drives a Porsche. And sometimes that's God or goddess, whatever. I think that's fun though. Um, there's something fun to me when I get, uh, called out like that 
I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I just do. I think it's fun. Maybe it's because, um, you know, in order to... So I was going to say, ah, because I'm a big dummy, da 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 No, it's not that. I'm not a dummy. Um, it's because I care about truth. I care about expanding my consciousness, learning more, refining my nervousness. I'm, I want... I want yoga. Not doing a forward fold yoga. I'm talking about yoga in the sense of the word yoga, not hatha yoga or any of that. Um, but yes, yeah, in, in, in the way of karma yoga, coming into union with God through day-to-day experience, through selfless service, through you know, service to others without attachment to outcome, And when you're doing that, you're engaged in bhakti yoga. You're engaged in devotional yoga because if it's all God, like this whole thing, it's all God manifesting as this experience, then it is bhakti to to try to experience it, you know, to accept criticism, things like that. But these limiting beliefs about myself... I can see where they come from. I can see that... I mean, obviously, I took birth into... uh, With my parents. You know, I I don't really get too mystical on here. I don't think I do anyway. I probably do. I have no idea. But my belief is that, you know, my consciousness, my subtle body with Atman took birth with these two people through the gateway of their sexual intercourse that gateway vibrationally because that appealed to my karma you know which is and no and then to say that now my my parents philosophy on life was that um, you want more work harder one job's not enough get six you know, my mom, very, like, you know, the, my dad's philosophy was that people are no damn good, follow the money, it's all a corrupt system, da-da-da-da-da. And then, you know, being exposed to punk rock and, and getting involved in that, coupled with that kind of consciousness, you know, and then, yeah, so now I'm, I have these limiting beliefs that about myself in this system and, and that the system is you know, against me, and it's, when I break it down like that, it's also gross, but yeah, and that's, that's the deal, um, yeah, it makes sense that I would, that I would be that way, I get it, um, I'm gonna leave it at that, uh, go to the infinite spark of if you'd like to continue to support this effort, it, I'm so grateful. You guys are so kind to me. Um, the Patreon and Venmo and, and, and um, yeah. Also, if you're interested in any sort of, um, in that uh, trauma work that I do, uh, it's not just specifically for traumatic experience, but ruminating thought, um, intrusive thinking, stuff like that. Um, I'm going to start seeing people through FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. Um, I saw one of you recently. You're probably listening. Um, I'm glad it went well. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, but I, I do that on a sliding scale, so don't worry about money. We'll figure something out. Um, I love you. You know, you used to remind me, and now I'm, I'm here to remind you. And, uh, yeah. All right, I love you. Bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.